Good morning and uh, happy um, December 14th. We're all recovering from the U.S. Rowing Convention, the first virtual convention, and that's what we're here today to talk about. We're doing a recap with the wonderful uh, Sarah McAuliffe and <laughs> Samantha Wonderland, who has, you have the best name. <laughs> Thank you. Um, a lot of people here. say Wonderland. <laughs> well, I know, I know. That's what, what Google wants to say. <laughs> but it's Wonderland, and uh, you are both uh, the kind of the power behind the virtual convention, as I understand it. You did a great job. Um, I attended way more of it than I thought I would. I'm Charlotte Pierce, and I'm the producer of Ready Row USA. I forgot to mention that. But uh, let me go through my little, um, my little uh, intro here, and then we'll get to a recap of the, of the event. It, there's some people who wanted to um, put in questions too, so some of our audience. We are live streaming Ready Row USA is the name of the podcast and we live stream and then we go uh, to the all the major podcast apps. So if you're listening, uh, all of our content, all of our links and things we talk about will be in the show notes. So don't worry about writing them down. We'll, we'll have links for you. And uh, we are doing the, our 86th, wow, um, podcast. So we started in 2018 just before the 2018 convention. And uh, actually one of your main keynoters was uh, Arshay Cooper who was the one who kind of got me into this because I saw him speak and I said, I'd love to have him on a podcast. So I invited him and um, we love to connect with our audience. So please let us know um, any topics or panelists that you think we should be covering. We cover uh, rowing across the U.S. We like to focus on small clubs and masters and just pretty much the general, um, the the world of rowing. But we like to surface on, you know, hidden gems in the rowing world in the in this country. So we have a episode hashtag that you can put on social media and we will stalk you and <laughs> through the hashtag and um, and award gadgets and gear and services. So uh, don't uh, hesitate to do that. Um, so yeah, we this is from our last, uh, our, our preview that we did with Samantha and Sarah, but uh, we, we covered things like the youth and juniors, the Olympic program, health and wellness, seniors and masters and community clubs. And the big takeaway that I had from the conference, which I, like I said, I, I watched mo way more of it than I thought I would. And I got nothing done last week except, <laughs> except that, but uh, was the uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, which I firmly believe will increase the health of our sport. It'll make it more fun. It'll make it more satisfying. It'll make it more successful and it will make it more inclusive and equitable for all segments of our society. So, you know, it, it, there's a long way to go, but let me know, Sarah, or uh, uh, our audience, uh, Sarah and Samantha, doesn't matter who goes first, but um, 
what you think your takeaways were, that was mine, so. Yeah, it was, uh, I will echo all of that. It, the virtual world, um, our virtual convention, it really opened up who was able to access it and at what time. Um, and I think one of the best parts too is, yes, there was a lot going on and we understand that everybody has um, their day jobs too. Not everyone is focused on on rowing 24 seven, um, but you'll have the ability to go back in and watch the recordings um, posted about a week from today. Uh, so it's it was really exciting. It was it was a ton of fun. It was we're really encouraged by the amount of engagement there was um, in the chat, in the Q and A. Um, some people speaking up, but we we're very excited for what um, this virtual opportunity brings for other events moving forward and potential 2021 uh, US Run Convention. We're already mm -hmm. thinking about it. Already one year out and we're getting ready. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. good, yeah. What are the dates, by the way? Do you know? Oh gosh, we are not ready for that. <laughs> right, right. Let's yeah, see if we can... in December, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Let's see if we can get through uh, our yeah. national championships first. Exactly. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. That's... But I think the best, one of the it was a great way to start. We started off with um Liam Randa, Malcolm Daldron, and Craig White talking about making our youth and collegiate rowing programs more diverse and inclusive, and they knocked it out of the park. It was a very highly attended session, probably one of the most um, attended sessions that we had. Yeah, there were um, like started, three, more than 300 people in some of those. That's yep. crazy. That was more than what we expected out of all attendees of convention. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it really was knocked out of the park. Awesome. Yeah, go ahead, Sarah. Uh, Sarah. Yeah, no, sorry, Sarah. No, no, totally <laughs> fine. I just, I, I think that was such a good way to start it off. And we thank our speakers tremendously because we couldn't have done it without them. Um, but, and then, and then wrapping up yesterday with the referees and how we can get better on that end too. Um, we really covered quite a wide range of topics and really important topics. So we thank everyone for joining us. Yeah. And I completely, I completely agree with everything Sarah just said. And just the whole vibe of convention, especially from the U.S. rowing staff, it was just such a positive experience. Usually it's stressful. You're running from room to room. You're making sure there's mics in every room and the screens are working and we forgot a cord here and someone's running to Home Depot to get a cord. And this time everything was organized. Sarah had every run to show down to the last detail. And I it was just that. so I positive. And everyone's just like, great job for hosting that. Like, it's just such positive. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Positive reinforcement from everyone. And we've gotten great feedback emails from participants. It's just been overall an awesome experience. Yeah. And yeah, I think the so, virtual world has I definitely mean, taught us something. Sorry to interrupt you. I, no, go yeah. for it, Charlie. No, it's... um. Like I said, was telling you guys before, it's you know I did I saw people from little clubs that would have never been there before, and you know just just the things you pick up. I mean, in in person, it's a different quality of experience with a convention, but you might make a I don't know maybe a deeper personal connection or something. Mm -hmm. But this like for the sheer volume, this was amazing. Oh, definitely. And then yeah. you can access everything afterwards. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you, um, like if someone just spaced out and didn't register, can they still buy uh, access to the convention? 
Yeah, yeah, that's a very good question. Um, so we will have an opportunity to do that if people want to purchase access to the videos um, now that it's over and you haven't, you didn't join in earlier. Um, okay. That link is not up there quite yet, but when it's when we're ready to um, sell the recordings afterwards, if you didn't participate, that that will be made known to everyone. Okay, great. Um, let me ask you also. Um, you know, what, what were some like unexpected things that you like back backstage uh, challenges or interactions? Did you have like a little green room where people could, the speakers could mingle and stuff like that? Or that's a good question. Yeah, I wouldn't I, do anything unexpected. Yeah, it was very, I mean, it went as planned. And I think that's, that's, I mean, that was the goal. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there wasn't anything crazy that did come up. I mean, we are working with three separate Zoom accounts and it's, I mean, one Zoom account is crazy. So just making sure that um, sessions aren't overlapping and all those little details, that was that was definitely right. thought about ahead of time. Um, but we have, we have such a great staff and everyone is totally willing to hop in where needed and definitely pull their weight. So if someone was caught up hosting a, a mm -hmm. previous session and they needed to hop in another room uh, for the practice session with the speakers, our staff just worked so well together to hop in where needed. Um, yeah. Yeah. And also Sarah had everything planned to the T. Like there was so many run of show. There was a run of show for staff. There was a run of show for speakers, for hosts, for sponsors. Like it was just so organized that if something were to go wrong, there was plan B, C, D, E. Like Sarah had everything laid out. So awesome. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. They, I would like to uh, pirate your little planning thing because that is, that's one thing I'm still working on for the podcast, you know, is, is how to keep all, like, you have to plan like two episodes out in advance. And then, you know, you have to be doing the one that you're doing and making sure everybody gets notification and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely. I think I, it's important yeah. to just, I mean, we truly couldn't have done it without our speakers that that was mm -hmm. the, the most important part of convention. So yeah, we can sure go ahead. Flashing a few of them up here. Yeah, and making sure that they're prepared and they feel comfortable. I mean, I will be the first to say I am by no means the best tech support person in the world. And I had to watch a lot of tutorials to better understand yeah. uh, the Zoom world. But I think we're we're all going in in a uncharted territory. So making yeah. sure people feel comfortable is is super important. Well, you know, there was one thing that struck me early on, the, the tech guys, the rigging. You know, Mike Tatey, uh, Chris Chase, who's the other one? Uh, Tom. Gerhar. Yeah. yeah. Tim I mean, those, it was like, you know, it was probably 80% over my head, but they made it accessible. You know, I, I don't know how they did it, but they're just kind of the people they are, I guess, the way they present things. But yeah, yeah. Was, they're good teachers. <laughs> Absolutely. No, they're, they're clearly good at what they do. I think that's proven over and over and over again yeah. um, in fantastic t-shirts. So, yeah, oh, yeah, I felt the same way with R. Shea Cooper. We were talking about how he's obviously an amazing speaker um, mm -hmm. and those sessions were definitely well attended, but he just creates these tangible action items that we can do. And he breaks down things so simply that we like can incorporate it in our level two and our level three certifications. And it shows us like where we can take that next step. Cause sometimes it can be overwhelming. You kind of don't know where to start and then you don't get anywhere, but mm -hmm. he's just, he breaks it down in such a 
a clear way that it, it's just, yeah, it's great. Yeah, he makes you feel inspired and hopeful and not, not like bad about yourself, like as, you know, as someone who's a white person. A white person, yeah. <laughs> you know, like he gives you things that you can do and shows you how it will benefit your, not only your own rowing, your own club, but rowing in general. Yeah, because he's done it and he has proof of if you do this work, like we can get yeah. to these next steps. Yeah. yeah, he's one of my favorite speakers. I know he's he's great. Um, and Richard Butler, too. You know, he. Oh, he, he is so passionate. Yeah. yeah, he has done so much for our sport in the past mm -hmm. 17 plus years. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to talk to Richard a little bit before our DE and I training. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I would encourage and um ask the rowing community that was not there to attend the um, DE&I specific sessions. Those will all be recorded and posted on our website. And I think it's important that all of us, um, especially if you aren't there, but maybe even if you were there and you want to watch it again, um, I would push everybody to to learn what they have to say because it was it were information yeah. that we all need to get better with. Yeah. And you can follow, I know I follow Richard on Instagram and, and Twitter, you know, he's got, he's, he's got very pithy things to say and, you know, very useful, not just for rowing, you know, but for kind of life in general. <laughs> Absolutely. But Absolutely. Uh, any, anything else you want to mention for uh, this, like any speakers that you thought, particularly resonated. I mean, I like, I like the guys, the uh, science of rowing guys. I mean, yeah, that accessible. They're really good. Definitely. We had, I mean, like you mentioned, we had such a wide range of topics mm -hmm. to go over. Um, Chris Chase did a fabulous job of, yeah. of really getting the best of the best in, uh, in the rowing world of, mm -hmm. you know, in technique and training and, and making our boathouses more inclusive and in, in all of those topics. Um, we are lucky mm -hmm. enough to hear from the U S rowing safety committee. I think that's super important right now. Um, and during the business of rowing tracks, hearing on how we can better, um, better our boathouses financially, health-wise, um, and making sure that we have inclusion in our boathouses when youth or mm -hmm. masters athletes are coming in. Um, yeah, and I, uh, I just, the LGBTQ session too is like, there were things phenomenal. they brought up that I wasn't really aware of, you know, and Absolutely. Just, Tara, did a, Tara Morgan was the host to that panel and she did a fantastic job. I, I want to yeah. shout Tara out for all the preparation that she put in. Her panelists were just Absolutely. so exciting. The pacing was good and everything. Yeah. She was our assistant producer for a while and uh, on Ready Row USA. And what, you know, she, she's just such a gifted presenter. Her and, you know, um, Richard as well. And, a few others, Chris. Yeah. Like Chris, we interviewed him last year for, uh, and um, he was, he, he just has like, somehow he can be listening and thinking at the same time. I don't not give him he, too big of a head though. I feel like if Chris, I'll get too big. Of a head. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. Chris was phenomenal. He, he, yeah, plus um, he's really funny. You know, he's like, he's hysterical. <laughs> We are feeding his ego. Yes. No, yeah. And the coastal rowing thing on Saturday night, like I thought, oh God, am I going to be able to stay up, you know, and 
but they were, that presentation was fantastic. It was so fun. I was talking to Sarah about that. I was like, you grab a beer and they're putting on these like mo motivational coastal videos. I was like, should I, where can I buy a coastal boat? I was like, should I buy a coastal boat and move to Cape Cod? I know, Jim? right? Yeah. And you could hang out with Jim Dietz. <laughs> I know. They made it look so fun. He's one of my coaches at the rowing camp I go to. And then at uh, they do ahead of the Charles. Um, oh, yeah. that camp. You were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had 12 people there this in in September, which was, you know, smack they in the said middle. It was more. Yeah, they were they planned for 10 and then there were so many people that wanted to do it. He was like, exactly, okay, we'll yeah. more but in. he has been an advocate for coastal rowing ever since I've met him, you know, mm -hmm. like four years ago. And, you know, I thought, what coastal? What? You know, is this like some, you know. I don't know, super tanker or something. Yeah, like he had one of the first boats and he stored it in the UMass boathouse. Yeah. And all of us came in one you morning. We were like, what UMass, is that right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were like, what is that? And he's like, that's my coastal boat. I've been taking it out on the Cape. I was like, Jim, what? And now it's it's turned into this big thing. And yeah, course, it shows it you how he, how he thinks outside the box. You know, he, he people can get sort of narrow in their focus on rowing and um you know why not try something different it's not gonna yeah. ruin you <laughs> exactly yeah anyway anything uh before we wrap up uh anything you want to mention any speakers any anything that people can take away and you know implement in their rowing or in their club or in their you know yeah in their lives i think uh, a big takeaway would be I think the first step, especially for the DEI track, is just listening. And I think convention really gave a great mm -hmm. platform to that. And you can go to back to all the recordings and you just listen. Like, that's like the first step. And like they said, like, sometimes you can be in uncomfortable situations and you have mm -hmm. to get out of that, that comfort zone. And I think being in the comfort of your home and just listening to these people talk, you're going to learn a lot. So Right. That was a good thing. You know, I... I think about, you know, when I hear about these problems that people face with with inclusion and, you know, the, like the microaggressions and that kind of stuff, I think, like, I want to just solve it all at once. You can't. But you yeah. can't, you know, you can't just go down and, you know, talk to someone on the dock and say, you know, what problems do you have? <laughs> what can I do to help? You know, you just have to listen first, like you said. Yeah, yeah like Arshay's stories about his yeah. background and what he's done with specific boathouses and stuff, like listen to those stories, you can maybe help apply it to your own situation. But yeah, yeah I think that's definitely was just the easiest thing for me to do to educate myself was mm -hmm. just listening. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and being mindful and aware, I was talking to Richard Butler about this not long ago, um, we're working on another project uh, for, to, um, I think I mentioned this last time, um, writers of color, you know, young writers, to uh, mentoring and, um, you know, just to be mindful, you know, like someone mentioned that in one of the sessions, you know, just, you know, kind of have your antenna out, you know, like, how can I improve this situation <laughs> instead yeah. of, yeah. It's like, okay, um, Sarah, anything you want to add before I wrap up here? Or? I think just a big thank you. Thanks to all of our um, speakers, all of our sponsors, all of our attendees, um, all of, the U.S. rowing staff and the behind the scenes people. It was it was a blast, and I I'm really excited um, for what the the tone that it set coming into 2021. So look for recordings at the end of this week, yeah. and you guys can rewatch anything you missed. 
And I think U.S. rowing has really just vaulted itself into a much stronger position with rowers of all kinds. So that's what I took away from it. Um, I just want to uh, mention that we did interview your new CEO, Amanda Krauss, a few weeks ago, I think November 18th. So that's in our archives. And I wanted to mention that our, our Ready Row USA is the hashtag we use on social media. So we have some really cool prizes like, you know, rowing camp days, we have gadgets, books, things we can uh, award and we'd love to do that uh, to uh, just increase engagement and, and help us get the word out. Uh, we have club news form that'll be in the, in the uh, show notes. And we have the gadgets and gear, so you can submit your favorite gadgets to our, our um, for us to cover on the podcast. We're going up on our 88th um, podcast in uh, in Wednesday night. We're going to have our second anniversary, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. yeah so, so we're going into our third year, and uh, really, the U.S. Rowing Convention was sort of the instigator of this podcast. So thank you for, for that. And um, I just- That's exciting. Oh, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I look forward to working with both of you in the future. And, uh, you know, please keep, keep us posted. You know, what can we do to help you get the word out about some of these really important topics that you were uh, featuring on the, in the convention? That was just- Definitely. Um, yeah, so we have, like I said, we have club spotlights coming up as well. So um, please, you know, if you have a little club out there in Kansas or someplace, um, tell us what you're doing. You know, I think this really is a forgotten, we don't want to forget the little people and, you know, what you're doing out there. Everybody is a component of the rowing world. So thank you all. Thank you, Samantha and Sarah. And uh Kudos to you for an incredible convention. That was great. Thanks, thank Charlotte. You. Thank you for joining yeah. us. Yeah, and thank you for being super involved to a convention. You're definitely one of our, our most popular attendees. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did some live blogging too. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Thank you again. Talk to you soon. Thank Have you.